Greeting Earthlings. Welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists, and we go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. This week, we are joined by returning guest Sherry from the Fairy Oddmother. Sherry, how are you doing? I am just ducky. Thank you for asking. I'm so happy to be here. And we're stoked to have you back because our longtime listeners will remember you were the guest for the original Animaniacs series. And I clarified because today we're about to watch the reboot. Woohoo! Now, Ooh. neither of me and Lee have not watched this. You you did watch it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Yeah. Immediately, if not sooner. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised we were able to hold off this long. It was hard. I'm going to hold off on asking you your opinion yet until after we watch it, and then we'll we'll go there. But, yeah, I was, I was like, mixed feelings about it when they announced it. Of course. Um, but so far, everyone I've seen talk about it seems like it's been relatively well-received, so I'm really stoked to watch there's, this thing. Yeah, there's always going to be difficulty, difficulties when they data mine in our childhood for new material. Well, like, yeah. it... They've had a couple really good successes lately. The DuckTales reboot was really good. Yeah, people really liked good. Fuller House. I thought it was trash, but I loved Fuller it. House. I now think, no, I I never got into it, so I was it was not. It's like Rugrats. It was a couple years too young for me. Ah, so. uh, this yeah. one's probably even a couple more years too young for you. But I loved Boy Meets World as a kid and they rebooted that as girl meets world it was the two main characters daughter Topanga. and i thought it was incredible yeah yeah girl was meets so, world was, was really great so in my good opinion. just to give you an idea i used to nanny for a little girl who loved that show oh yeah okay uh, when she grew up she wanted to name all of her children after exotic places <laughs> and i was that's like, unfortunate you know topanga is that exotic i don't know <laughs> yeah, not quite sure. All right, well, why don't we why don't we put on this reboot and awesome. see what we think? All yeah. right. It's time for Animaniacs. And we're to the And we're back. So, we just finished watching the first episode of the 2020 Animaniacs reboot. Um, coming right out of it, I have a lot of thoughts, but overall, I really liked it. How about you, Lee? Yeah, yeah, definitely brought me back to the old Animaniacs. I I loved it. It was just so fun. There were so many fun references to uh, today. Today, yeah, I mean, I just loved it. Yeah, they were always topical, so I was kind of wondering what they were going to do with some of the like dated references particularly in the theme song and I, I liked what they did a lot yeah um yeah coming right into it I was I was stoked like the theme song in the beginning I actually was wondering if they even reanimated the theme song or, or even like resung it because it sounded exactly the same but there's a couple points where it definitely the the animation they definitely reanimated, definitely. It. but yeah, the, the yeah. song itself they had they re-recorded it because they they changed a bunch of the lines, um, for maybe for the better. I I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if for the better is the right word because I think it was fine before, but they definitely changed it in ways that I think were funny. Yeah, for, I really love the fact that they 
they changed Dot's description. Dot has wit yes. instead of just yep. Dot is cute. Right, and that was the first deviation. That's when I realized, oh shit, they did. Because I again, like I said, I thought they they were just going to reanimate it and keep the original lyrics. But when I heard them say that Dot has wit, I was like, oh shit, no, they did change it. And then the next one, uh, instead of, um, Bill Clinton plays the sax, they say our careers have made comebacks. Um, and then they did some uh, really really interesting ones. Uh, I don't remember the original line, but. They changed one of the lines to gender balanced, pronoun neutral, and ethnically diverse. That's the trolls awesome. will say we're passe, but we did the meta first. Yeah, Pretty good. Yeah, that's definitely great. good. Yeah, it's like you you can no longer, you should no longer be able to make cartoons that that violate those changes that they like. You know, right. it's, 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 it's not okay that, that boys are smart and girls are cute right. and he's or he's and she's or she's, it's just not okay anymore. Right. And what I like is they did it right out the gates. Yeah. yeah. And there you was, you know, they no... hit you with that very, very early on. One of the things that I liked is I didn't feel there was any pandering. No. Because that was something I was afraid of, that it was all of a sudden going to be, oh, okay, what are you, what are you doing? You know? And some of the reboots, which they actually mentioned in the show, which is funny that we discussed it before watching this, uh, but some of the reboots that they mentioned very much were nothing but pandering. I, I thought Fuller House was nothing but pandering. Um, I thought Twin Peaks was really great, but that's beside the point. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't feel like this was pandering at all. I felt like this was the logical next step from where they were before. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I was on board. Um, one thing I will say. Because we talked about the theme, and I thought the theme was great. The next couple songs I wasn't in love with. I, the content was fine, but I, the, the songs didn't have the the same jingle that they did in the old version. And to be fair, the original composer passed away. Mm. So he's one of the people who did not return mm. um, to the show. His name was was uh, Richard Stone. Now, the people okay. who, who did take his place, Julie and Stephen Bernstein, they were composers for the original Animaniacs sure. but not the head composer it didn't have the same like I'm not going to be singing these songs for the next couple days where when we decided to do this episode with you yeah. ever since the day we confirmed it I, I was singing don't know what to say the monkeys won't do yeah yeah so, of course you know the music you know unfortunately the original composer passed away and couldn't come back because a lot of other people did a lot of the cast remains yeah. the same um, but that was one of the places where the original person didn't come back, and I yeah. I feel like I could tell, it it just didn't have the same. Also, if you if you think about the the songs from the original series, I mean they were so much a part of yes of of, of our, you know, they were just so much a part of it. Like I still yeah. hear that little snippet in Mexico can, and I'm like, I know that. I, oh yeah. my god, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I can't you... name all the countries without singing that entire song. Precisely. Like, if I have to think of a country name, I have to yeah. go through the whole song to get to it. And, and I love that they brought brought it up for the with, with the pandemic going on, all the countries you can't couldn't go to. That that video was hilarious. That, yes, it hurt. It was it, funny, it but hurt, it hurt. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I still sing that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's it's literally the only way I know all the countries. Yeah. So. Oh <laughs> and I remember Wacko uh uh Wacko's one with the the capitals. 
Like I remember, yeah. like yeah. people didn't know the Capitals, and I'm like, don't you know the song? Yeah. <laughs> What song? And it's so funny, but they really did, like, educate our generation. They, they really, so, yeah. yeah they you know, were... say what you want. And I'm not I'm not knocking the reboot's quality. I actually really liked the content of the songs. Yeah. I just didn't feel like the songs had the same, like, musical cues and catchiness that the older versions would have. It's like anything from our childhood. I loved Velveeta yeah. when I was a kid. I could eat a whole damn loaf of it. But now if I eat more than a couple of little bites, I'm going to get sick, you know? It's, yeah. No yeah. matter how much you love that salty, cheesy goodness when you get older. I will older, have to agree that. Yeah. yeah. You got to. Because, I mean, it, it's not Aldi cheese. Come on now. <laughs> oh, I know. Mm. Although the Aldi cheese is better than Elvita. I'm going to say that right here and now. That Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Aldi has, like, a weirdly really good cheese selection. That's That's, like, a whole thing. And I'm I'm here for it. Oh, really I'm he- yeah, I'm here for cheese. Like, just yeah. that's just it in a nutshell. I'm here for the cheese, for sure. <laughs> now, before we started watching this, I had said like I wasn't super excited about this reboot. Yeah. And part of the re- one of the reasons was the original showrunner, the creator of the Animaniacs, Tom Roger, or Roger. I'm not actually positive how his last name is pronounced. He is one of the people who did not return. And he's alive. He's with us. He could have. I. They did not ask him to. Huh. That's um, interesting. So, yeah. There's probably a story there. Sure. I read that after after they, like, started production on it, they told him, well, if you want, you can submit a script and we'll review it. And he was like, I'm not about to audition for a show that I created. Right. So, he never did. Um, but for whatever reason, they just didn't ask him to come back. So that was strike one. I was already like, well, if you don't want the original creator back and he can be back, yeah, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not optimistic. And then the guy that they have doing the showrunner, his name's Wallace Wild. Up until this, he's really only ever done stuff with Seth MacFarlane. He did a lot of Anna, of uh, Family Guy. He did, he wrote for uh, a million ways to die in the West and that weird sci-fi show he did, the Orville. I and kinda, I, I, I mean, personally, the Orville, so. okay, I didn't, I didn't, I don't like Seth MacFarlane's humor in general, though. Um, so that didn't surprise me that I didn't like it. But yeah, so sure. the original creator not involved, and then this guy being involved, I was not, I was not optimistic. Um, having said that, blew me away, dude. Sure. I'm fine with him. He he seems like he's doing a good job. Yeah, I'm on board. But yeah, those, I was I was optimistic but definitely cautious because i did not did not like a lot of the writing staff going into it but he definitely changed my mind i'm on board now it really makes you ask yourself is this going to be as good yeah oh yeah no i was the ingredients are different yeah but no yeah 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 i mean like and there's other shows where like you know the original creator's alive and could come back and they're not asking him to come back and i'm okay with that yeah. Let's say Ren and Stimpy, because the original creator's kind of a child molester. So I'm cool with them cutting him out of the picture. <laughs> oh, That's fine. That We're was, okay there. That was so bad. John, oh, John, yeah. John K, man. That was... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a hurt piece. But so when they when they announced that reboot and said he wasn't coming back, I wasn't as upset as I was when they didn't have No, but that was uh, still Tom a soul band-aid, man. Just oh, oh, it hurt, yeah. right off. Yeah. Well, it hurt when that... It hurt yeah. when that news came out yeah. in general. That's but, awful. Yeah. 
hurt less when they said he wasn't going to be involved because of, he was obviously not going to be involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was no one in their right mind that would have. Well, asked if you him to come live back. long enough, all your childhood heroes turn out to be terrible people, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, yeah. Seems to be the news these days. Kyle McLaughlin is still shooting pretty great in my heart right oh, now. Oh so. yeah, no, Kyle. Kyle Nothing about Kyle McLaughlin has been now. Yeah, no, he's everything I've heard is that he's just a goddamn sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. He does like wine tours, and we talked about going to see him once. And I was like, I don't know if I can. I, there's not many celebrities I would like have a meltdown in front of, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure if I saw Dale Cooper, I would have an actual meltdown. You yeah, would fanboy so hard. You I would, I would have a hard you? time. Yeah, Aww. it would not be good. It would I, not be pretty. So Lee, I do want some Kyle Lee, McLaughlin. We have wine, to arrange though. this and sequester a video camera. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, everyone's got a video camera in their pocket now. So, I know, right? You know. I wish I had a little device that I could carry around with me to watch television. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, very topical. Yes. They So they wrote that, they said, in 2018. I'm assuming that is is factually correct. I'd have to check. Um, but, they, but they said that they wrote it in 2018. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know, like, Amy Coney Barrett was going to be on There's the Supreme so much Court. that they don't know. Oh, those... And they, oh. they made a joke, though, that the, the female CEO, when Dot said, do you want to intern an ambitious young woman? She said, no, I'm glue with breaking the glass ceiling and then pulling the ladder up behind me. Yeah. And that's Amy Coney Barrett, if I've ever heard a description. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, called it. The shadow of, uh, of, the, of 45 behind Hillary Clinton with that... Dairy yeah. Queen of spiral of hair. I was like, oh, uh, gross. Yeah. I feel like next year they're gonna have a good time with him getting kicked out. Though. I hope so. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, because <sighs> I mean, he's been having a full out meltdown, and I think they would be able to illustrate him having a great meltdown on uh, the show. So for sure, I'm excited for it. I'm yeah. I'm so and, here for it. Like I'm so yeah. here for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for the memes. I'm here for the cartoons. Yeah, it's gonna be great. So yeah, as far as as far as the cast goes, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time here because just about everybody returned. Yeah, um, yeah, Yakko, yeah, yeah. Wacko, and Dot are the same three people. It's yeah, um, Jess Harnell, Tress McNeil, and Rob Paulson, who are also just juggernauts as far as voice actors. Oh, go. of oh, course, of course. Um, Tress McNeil in particular, she's in so many amazing shows. She's she's one of the backbone uh, voice actors for The Simpsons, really. Tress McNeil, like for for all of um for yeah. all the Mackering stuff. Yeah, she's Futurama. Future, I mean, she's, she was mom yeah. and and Disenchanted. Shut a filthy clam in it, you nerd bastard! <laughs> <laughs> now another person who returned, but. When we spoke about the show, they hadn't introduced Pinky and the Brain yet, so we didn't talk about him. Mm. But Maurice LaMarche is the voice of Brain. He was in the 90s. He is now. Um, we'd spoken about him before he was Egon in the real Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And he was also Chief Quimbley in Inspector Gadget, which I don't think I mentioned before. I don't think I knew that. And that's really weird because I didn't realize he was that old. No, I didn't. I remember my sister watching Inspector Gadget. I I. I have very vague memories of it, so I'm not surprised that I don't remember that he did a voice in it. Yeah. Now, one of the new characters, or new voices, I do want to bring up because I love it. The guy who voiced Steven Spielberg 
Yeah. In that first segment. Yes. His name's Andy Mildner. Andy Mildner. And okay. You might know him as Freddy, the owner of the Snake Hole Lounge from Parks and Rec. No way. Yeah. He's oh my god. The guy who owns the Snake Hole Lounge in Parks and Rec. The guy yeah. who does He's the, the, the like sleazy Spielberg. nightclub guy. Oh. Which is one of my favorite Parks and Rec episodes. So it, that, I, I know that, that face. That episode I know that face amazing. very well. Come on, like the, the snake juice. Like that's it's, just it's so good. It's it so is my good. favorite moment watching uh watching uh him dance with that little hat on with April's little fascinator hat. That uh. that whole I think it's like a minute and a half long, but that whole little thing where um Donna says this stuff's basically caffeine. No, it was um and Perkins, who said this stuff's basically caffeine, and then it just shows all of their drunk videos. Yeah, <laughs> that like minute and a half is probably my favorite minute and a half of television, like ever. Yeah, it's it, just I can res- I can respect that. It's it's a it's yeah. a tightly packed minute and a half. Yeah, it's it's, it's just it's a it's great so minute and a half. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm like picturing Jim O'Hare as uh, I literally as had that same, I'm having that same picture right camera, now. Yeah, and it's like out of focus because yes. he's getting too close. Yeah, so good. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is beautiful. Oh god, it's it's such a good moment. But yeah, so that guy, I've seen his face many a times because I love that episode. Oh um, one other person is a returning member of the cast that I just want to talk about because I love him. <laughs> but Ralph, the security guard, Ralph. the return of Frank Welker, my boys. Yes. Yeah. Ralph, the That's... security guard. I Welcome feel back, like they Frank made Welker. Ralph a little bit more. Um problematic in the reboot like yeah yeah he was definitely a little um yeah problematic's probably the best word for it i really thought in the beginning that they were just gonna have him groan and that would have been a fine with me and b really funny that they had frank welker just groan into a microphone yeah Um, yeah but yeah they definitely they definitely were skating a line with yeah, I'm. I'm hoping acceptable. that the, I'm hoping that that was just right out of the gate, a little bit of nervousness, you know, and that it'll yeah, it'll yeah. become more respectful and and not so harsh. Yeah, but I just like to bring him up because that actor is one of my favorites. I love Frank Welker. Frank he's Welker in is amazing. Everything. Yes. So if there is an animal, it is Frank Welker. You know, it's. I love it. I love it so much. Like literally, we did um, we did Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. and he's uni. He's uni, but there's also at one point the wizard conjures a cow that moves, and that's Frank Welker. Because why? Because who else would it be? Yeah, yeah, right. They had someone moo into a microphone. You know, it's Frank Welker because you know, that is him. what he does. <laughs> yes, except for uh, when they let uh, Alan Tudyk cluck like a chicken. Oh my god! Oh. What was that in? Moana. He's hey hey. He's the chicken. And one of no my favorite shit. little I things. I did not is, know that. One of my favorite things is is that he's there in the sound room and he goes bark, 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 and he looks right at the camera and says, "I went to Juilliard." And every time I video. see it, I just crack up. He's the voice of hey hey. I've hey, seen the that chicken. video. I didn't know that, but yeah, yeah, I didn't know what it was, but I've seen that video. Alan Bacon. He's really funny. Today. I like. I love Bacon. <laughs> well, it's because he goes with everything. It's not original. A podcast that Charlie listens no. to called him Alan Bacon no. Fitz Tudyk. And yeah. uh, I said, oh, that fits because he goes with everything. No, I, I, 
I almost slipped into. Uh, I listened to a podcast called Doug Loves Movies. It's Doug Benson's podcast. I love. And every Doug time Benson. Alan Tudyk yes. comes up, someone on the show. I think it's. I think it's T.J. Miller. Oh, but it could be um, someone else. It's one of his frequent guests. But anytime they bring up Alan Tudyk, he goes, good old Tudyk, Tudyk. (laughs) Just in the back of my head, I'm like, don't say it. Don't say Tudyk, Tudyk. But here we are. Oh, TJ Miller. (laughs) It's like an avocado had sex with another avocado. (laughs) It's like, what are you talking about? Anyway, to rope us back in, I guess. um, Um. the, one of the things that really made me laugh was when they were when the Animaniacs were climbing up on the water tower and they're like, oh, it's a it's a pull door, not a push door. Because like, how many times have you been to the grocery store or some or the movie theater and have done that? Because I do that every single time, oh, yeah. and that made me laugh a lot. Many <laughs> many times, many times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I've I've had those moments because they they point out, oh, it's a pull door. After they ram Wacko's head into it hard, it and I've had a couple moments where I thought the door was a pull door or a push door, not a pull door, and I went face first. Into oh yeah, it. so I've been there. I yeah, we've all there. been there. We have, we have. We are all that door. We are all that door. We are, we are all that <laughs> person. All that I also really like that they brought back. They brought in all the properties that WB has, such as. Batman, Harry Potter. I just love yeah. seeing Wonder Woman. Yeah, all the properties. Like it's great that they can use them now. Yeah, and I remember when we watched the first episode of the original series, we were laughing about the fact that they could bring in those properties. Yeah. Which at the time it was Batman, and I they, they referenced something else, but I, I can't remember what. But I, I was like, oh, that's really cool that like Warner Brothers owns those properties, so they can work them into the Animaniacs. This time around, they added some properties that didn't exist back then, like mm. like you said, um, like Harry Potter, Harry Potter, yeah, right? which is cool, yeah, it is cool, yeah, for sure. I'm very interested to see where the series goes. The first one was Me good. Too, for sure. Yeah. And it's like, okay, guys, I'm not going to lie. You wowed me. I was impressed. I was more yeah. impressed than I thought I was going to be. Same. Now, all right, now what are you going to do? You know, it's like, yeah. because they, they rode this huge wave of nostalgia right out of the gate where we all wanted to see right. it. And they're going to have to be able to keep up with that or surpass it if they want yeah. to keep their loyal fan base. So I'm yeah. really interested to see yeah. what they do. Yeah, for sure. Me too. I'm excited to watch the rest of the, of the series that's out now. Yes. I'm curious to see what they do next year now, because they have been renewed. There's a second season coming next year. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see what they do moving forward. Cause like I said, and they acknowledge this was a couple years old by the time it came out. Mm. So I'm curious to see what they do in a post Trump world. Um, but yeah, I, I was, I was, I was cautiously optimistic going in right out the gates with the changes to the theme song. I was like on board. The only thing I wished is that the music was a little catchier. I, I, that was a little bit of a bummer for me, but overall I really enjoyed it. Well, I guess they also didn't want to put all their eggs in one basket right out of the gate. Like, you know, true. They, it, yeah. they have to they have to entice us you know that that was the free sample yeah that's fair and now it's like yeah. so you know we want you to buy this yeah. 55 pound bag of tortilla chips you know <laughs> yeah and the animaniacs has always been very aware of its of itself 
and like at the end when they were doing the the song about the reboots mm-hmm. and then they made the piles of cash in the shape of Hulu. God, that was the best. They, oh, the, the, I, I, mean, it, was, it was very yeah. much in brand with the, with the Animaniacs of old. It made me laugh. It was great. Like I, I love their, their fourth wall breaking awareness. I think it also yeah. goes back to the, you know, the parent cartoon of, of Warner brothers in general with Bugs Bunny and all those things. Those were, those That's were true. those were not cartoons intended for children. They yeah. they yeah. were they were intended to keep the adults entertained while the children watched them, and the children are thinking, "Ooh, bunnies!" But the parents <laughs> are right. in their pants because Bugs yeah. Bunny is kicking Hitler in the dong. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, some of those old some of those old Warner Brothers cartoons are racy. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and to be fair. Bugs Bunny looks like the my first interaction with like the breaking of the fourth wall is probably Bugs Bunny because he does that a lot too. Oh hell so, yeah! So yeah, this is all very much in brand with with Warner Brothers in general, but Animaniacs in particular. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah, my with this conversation, I was also just thinking like I'm, I always I always love when they bring back these reboots for the nostalgia, but then I also wonder about. Are parents showing this to their kids? Are kids watching this? What are they thinking? Like, mm-hmm. I, I always want to, like, for some of our future guests, I always want to bring on some, either some teenagers or some kids of today. And just, yeah. what, let me see what they're watching and how, what do they think of this? Because, I mean, we love this because we watched it as as kids yeah. and, and teenagers. But I, I just want to know what the kids are thinking about this because I'm loving it. But what are the kids thinking? Yeah, yeah that's a or, good point. That is, yeah, that is an excellent point. Yeah, this was definitely made for us. I don't, totally. I don't know if a kid would like this. I don't know at all. Yeah, yeah. They, again, teen. I feel like teenagers would play the it's they're too cool for it card a little bit still. Maybe I don't know. I don't know though. What do I know about teen? You know what do I know? <laughs> yeah, it's fair, man. I'm. I haven't been a teenager in a in a oh, while. Thank God, so. no, yeah. I would not go back there. No, 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 yeah. no. 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 <laughs> no, I do miss the ability to stay up till three in the morning. You that know was what fun. I? You that, know what I miss? I can't do it anymore. Yeah, you know I miss. I miss. Oh, all right, I'm gonna. Well, it wasn't teenagery, but let's just say twenty. I'm gonna yeah. go to work all day, come home, shower, get August dressed up, go out doing whatever until two o'clock in the morning, come home, uh... get like a two-hour nap, and then go back to work the next day. If I yeah. tried to oh do God. that now, I would probably crap myself and die. Like, just yeah. no. Yeah, one of my biggest, like, memories as in early high school and teenage, um, we, this arcade by us called, it's kind of like, a, it was kind of like a Dave and Buster's, but it was called in, Jillian's. It was in the Franklin Mills Mall, and they had, like, lock-in. So you could stay up all night just playing arcade games and drinking soda and just having a good old time. And then, when I think and it was it was from like midnight to five in the morning and I just loved loved it because I was just playing games all night with my friends oh and my now there's nothing like that and I cannot even think of if I need to stay up for something like that I need to take three or four naps during the day yeah like, no it's not possible anymore that's no I'm lucky that I can even get out and do an early run these days oh. like I it's just there's just so much going I I miss those days of being able to stay up all night and just do whatever. That yeah, I used to pull all nighters all the time when I was a kid, and now I've like I'm like I've turned into Liz Lemon. Like I'll pick you up at ten o'clock at night. At night? No. Yeah. 
like <laughs> yeah, d- yeah. When, when we were first you know told to stay in place and all this and uh the mm-hmm. library closed so charlie wasn't working right it would be like nine o'clock and it would be like i don't know you want to go to bed i'm kind of tired <laughs> we got so much sleep yeah that it got a little scary because we would wake up eat breakfast take a nap until like two o'clock get up eat lunch take a nap until dinner it was like that's all our lives were were yeah were struggle meals and naps that was it and (laughs) i'm not complaining at all but it was it it sort of messed up our heads a little bit like oh i'm sure yeah. I had I had like the opposite reaction to the pandemic when we went to lockdown because Animal Crossing had just come out and like I was staying up later <laughs> than I have stayed up in a long time playing Animal Crossing. So I, we do with that what you will. Yeah, we didn't we couldn't find a Nintendo Nintendo Switch for love or money. So, but it our, was hard yeah, for a while. But yeah. our we Minecraft lucky. world got insane because we were working <laughs> on it like ten hours a day. Oh, oh yeah. my god, that's awesome! But yeah, I hadn't. I I usually like like nowadays. I'm like it's it's nine o'clock. It's not like acceptable for me to go to sleep yet, so I'm just gonna push it off till ten. But yeah, if if, if left to my own vices, I would be in bed by like nine o'clock these yeah, days. You're, you're such an old man, dude. I, really am, I don't dude. understand Nick, it. Nick Miller life, yo. Nick Miller life. <laughs> so the last little just. Yeah. Fun fact I want to throw in because I think it's interesting. The producers for this show are Steven Spielberg. Yes. And the actual president of Warner Brothers. Wow. Um, oh. Sam Register. All right. So some goddamn pedigree behind yeah. them. You know, I mean, they're, they're producers, so they really have like nothing creative as far as like input goes. Yeah, it's producer credit, but, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, but still, there's, there's still, still some something. big names yeah. to have. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, there's no arguing great. that point. No. Yeah, but yeah, no. As far as as far as reboots go, man, I'm I'm on board. Yeah, I'm into it. We are. Yeah, sure. Charlie and I are too. It's like again, it could have gone in a very bad direction. Yeah, I was like I said when they said who the showrunner was, uh-huh. I was worried it was going to be very Seth MacFarlane like Family Guy e. See, I don't um, like Family Guy's like. Ugh. But Seth MacFarlane right. as an entertainer, I kind of enjoy because he can carry a tune and he's musically yeah. very talented. But his yeah. jokes sort of make me want to jab him with something sharp. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't have a problem with Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. I don't think he's funny. I don't like his jokes. Yeah. You're right. He is a performer. He's a good singer. Yeah. In, in, in things, but yeah, I just I don't think his writing is funny to me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, when I saw one of his people from Family Guy was on this, I was not that happy but yeah. no it was good I'm, I'm on board so i'm happy to see where this goes me too, me too. Me too. also super excited to see what they're going to be doing with the tiny tunes uh reboot yeah as well that again, reboot another I'm real another, excited about another uh wb property so definitely tiny tunes too i didn't even know that yeah I'm really, I'm really stoked about it. Yeah, well, for sure. I'm, that's, I'm looking that's forward to it right because now. I love the intellectual property. So, right I, again. Yeah. I'm not hard to please. <laughs> well, actually, I <laughs> yeah. guess I am because I'm like, I want it to be as good as it was when I was 17 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we all we all do for sure. So yeah. I totally feel you on that, Sherry. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward. 
looking forward to watching some more Animaniacs and yes. looking forward to this Tiny Toons because, yeah, I just love the WB properties. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm really stoked about it. Me too, me too. That's, that's, that's good because it's like there was a while there where it felt like just everything was – Everything was a reboot. Like, oh, we're redoing Mulan. We're redoing this. We're redoing that. And I'm like, stop it. Stop. I know. They they literally have done literally every single Disney movie. I think I just saw something about Little Mermaid. Oh, well, I think they're like working their way through the catalog doing live actions. Are they of all doing the a live movies. action Little Mermaid? They are, yeah. and they're they can't they're making it so it's like a diverse cast, which yeah, I, which I'm all that's about. That's pretty cool. I think yeah. the girl have, the girl they have doing Ariel is really good. Yeah, it's it's Halle Berry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Again, I have no problem. Again, uh, I, people were all freaking out about there there being a black Ariel and Ariel of color, and I was like, right, 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 right. She's a mermaid. Who cares what color she right. is? Like <laughs> exactly. That means that that little black girls can watch a movie where they can see someone that looks like them. I a hundred percent want that, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's just, uh... I remember re- recently I was like, I was getting into a face. I've been getting into Facebook arguments with people and I'm not usually like a trolley person. Like I don't, I don't, it's I don't know so what people easy, get out though. of that, but I've been getting so into right. arguments with people lately. Yeah. And someone was talking about how like, you know, PC Patrol made them make a black Spider-Man. I'm like, okay, let let me just step in here and say, you understand that's a fictional character, right? Like, there's no real Spider-Man, so, like, we don't... <laughs> Spider-Man could be black or white. We don't know because it's not real. It's not a real person. Meanwhile, you understand that. Miles is such First a off, great Spider-Man. Yeah. Also... It's not like they made a previously white character black. They made a whole new character, bro. Oh, like, my Miles God. Morales is a whole Thank new character. But yeah, I remember arguing with this person, like, bro, it's a fictional character, so it can literally be anybody, because it's not based in reality. You understand this, right? I need you to understand oh, this. Oh, bless your heart, Don, that you're trying to get this Schmendrick to understand reality, really, but you realize that that is, like, shoveling against the tide, right? Like, I know. I, I mean, to be fair, when I said... I need you to understand this. I was being incredible. Yeah, it's like, of, of so. course, <laughs> it's like you, you, you know, you know that's like don't don't break this person's little heart and tell them that Spider Man <laughs> is not really a person. You know, like, I don't know. sometimes right. I just have to hold the sides of my head and be like, okay, we're gonna. I, I I just don't have the wherewithal to break this all down into words that you can understand, but. <laughs> I um, don't have the time or the crayons oh, to explain this don't. to you. I just don't. I I just don't. I oh my god! Like one the whole there was a lot of stuff about Wonder Woman too, because in in mm-hmm. the movie there they are in the mosquito and there are women of every color. Uh, well, right. why why are there why are there there's no black Amazons? There's no and I'm like, why wouldn't there be? What here's the thing: there's no Amazons because again. It's fake. Yeah, it's bro. like why wouldn't there be number one? This is a fantasy. This is a fantasy movie. This is fiction. Yeah. It's, oh. I I I, and we talk about this a lot on this show. But like I I do not understand. Well, yeah, I don't understand why people get mad about these things. I mean, I I, I understand it's racism. It's it's just flat yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's spade it's spade. you know what the funny. It's thing racism. Is? You it's it's people being racist. <laughs> it's complicated like, for us because we're not racists, but right. Yeah. Right. For for them, it's very complicated. Yeah. 
like I, I I'm a I'm an old school fanboy. I I like a lot of old sci-fi. I like a lot of old like um comic books and all these things. Like I am primed to be that person you would think who would be really upset that like they added a black character to a franchise that never had one before. But here's the thing: I genuinely don't give a fuck. Could not give a single fuck. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Doesn't change anything for me. Yeah. I do not understand these people that get bothered by this. It. I. I just. I do not. I. My brain cannot do it. I don't. I don't get. I, yeah. Not a thing. I do not understand that yeah. at all. People deserve representation. That's just it. Right. In a people deserve representation. And, and the thing that we talk about a lot on this show, Saturday Morning Showdown, that I did not intend, but I. I love that we do it. Is. The shows that me and Lee watched growing up, in particular, were very diverse, like, minded. Like, the Nickelodeon cartoons, right out the gates, were always very much bringing people of different char- of um, backgrounds and showing them to you on screen. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch Rugrats, but... Yeah, I didn't watch Rugrats, yeah. but I knew that that it's so uh, the so diverse. Yeah, Chucky had two mommies, and uh, was who one of them had two mommies, didn't they? Or when there was one that was Jewish, and I was oh. like, oh, this is. There was one that was Jewish. I don't think Chucky had two mommies, no, but Chucky I think someone has, did. Uh, Chucky only had had one, uh, oh, one no. dad. Oh Yeah, Chucky well, was yeah, Chucky had a single parent. father, okay. single parent. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and I, a, and a, and not only a single parent, but a single parent father. Yeah. Which is still very not seen no um no. so that was you know super cool we talked about powerpuff girls that's also a single single father yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't see that very often no you still don't. to this day no. and it's interesting too because i got all that came out in the 90s and yeah you see it more often now but back then you did not so that's no. just very yeah. interesting but i th- i think in a large in a large way the seeing those shows as kids made us much more inclusive people you know so i yeah, uh i grew up and when my parents first got married, we lived in Lakewood, New Jersey. And the area mm-hmm. where we okay. lived, the apartment complex where we lived, was predominantly persons of color. I was right. a kid. I didn't know. I didn't care. They were right. my friends. That's yeah. just the way it was. It was, I yeah. mean, I, I have a very vivid childhood memory of there being an abandoned car in the parking lot. And somebody was messing with the car and the cops came to talk to my best friend, Kimberly and I about it. And the officer asked me if the guys were black and I said, no. And my mother was like, you know, Cheryl Beth, that's not true. And I said, no, they weren't black. They were Brown. And Mm. I went to get my crayons to explain to the officer (laughs) why he was wrong. Yeah. And like that's just the way I was. Like, oh, wow. okay, yeah. No, you're that. wrong. This yeah. is black and this is brown. Yeah. There's shades of things. Exactly. Yes. And and like yeah, I said, representation. But not, not, but representation is important because no, it is. As as a, I realize this is completely different. But as a fat woman, as a big woman, six feet tall, and I have not missed a meal. Mm-hmm. representation for characters that look like me are bad guys. They're evil. You know, Ursula yep. the Sea Witch with that magnificent rack, you know, all that. That's <laughs> That was my uh, my close, the closest thing to anyone that looked like me. 
And I wouldn't yeah. want that. I wouldn't want that for anybody else because yeah, it, no. it's, it sets you up for a position to view yourself as a villain because you're different. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. No, you're, you're right on. Uh, yeah. It's so right. Yeah. Speaking of which, Ursula in the new movie is Melissa McCarthy. Oh my God, I love Melissa McCarthy. I'm on, I'm on board with that. I, yeah, I yeah really, I'm on board. She's so she she's adorable. I like Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I'm good for that. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I'm good yeah, with I'm that too. With that. I've I've liked her in everything I've seen her in. Yeah, she's she's really great. Yeah. Well, guys, this was awesome. It's always it's always awesome to hang out with you and Lee. Always, always great to have you. Definitely. Tell our listeners where they can find you on the social medias and whatnot. Um, social media, um, on Facebook under the Fairy Oddmother, Oddmother, all one word, uh, capital O, because there's a lovely woman in Tennessee that's Odd Space Mother, and that is not me. <laughs> mm. uh, I'm also on Instagram as the Fairy Oddmother, and I'm on TikTok as Happy Fat Potato. But there's nothing on there but weird videos of that I like of an appropriately aged men dancing in gray sweatpants and uh, lots of recipes. <laughs> That's awesome. Our social media is at 8bitfusion on Instagram and Facebook, or you can visit our website, popculturejunk.com. Um, also, if you are listening to this today, as it releases, uh, Lee and I at 11 o'clock are going to be on a live stream on geekscape.net doing our favorite hol- holiday special must watches. Nice. Very nice. I am so excited for that. Definitely. We're going to be talking about our holiday watches. It's going to be a great discussion. So definitely um, comment, uh, log in and stream us between 11 and 12 p.m. Um, it's also for supports charity. So Always all about supporting charity, so definitely come check that out. Uh, big brothers and little sisters, right? I yeah, you yeah. are correct. Oh, yes, that's so great. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a good cause. It's going to be a good time. Also, our friend Chris is doing um, holiday playlists at nine thirty. I think. Yeah. Right? Yep. One yeah. hit. His podcast is One Hit Thunder, all about the one hit wonders at th- songs that are out there. So definitely come check that out. It's going to be a good time in general. This is also normally the part of the show where Lee says what conventions and Comic-Cons you can come say hi to us at, but the world has ended. So, you know, there's that. The world is a fabulous dumpster toilet. Yes. Yeah, it's (sighs) it's not great. Yeah, that is it for us for 2020. Um, There are no conventions happening us for right now. Um, Try... Uh, do visit our website as Don said popculturejunk.com that's where we have all our stuff um, if you want something custom for the holidays uh, message us we can make it we can make it happen before Christmas so definitely message us because we, we try just trying to keep busy with everything that's going on um, we do still have some of our items available in some virtual environments um, South Street Art Mart uh, has our items. Um, our two good friends Nicole and Nicole have our items for sale in their shop, in their physical store, yes. and on their website, along with Sherry as well. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, yes, there's also a lot of great, awesome vendors up there. So definitely uh, stop in if you can. Wear your mask and be safe. And um, if you're not able to stop in, definitely visit their website. Um, they're two of my really great friends, and I we really enjoy their stuff. Indeed. Um, the 
Yes. Um, the other spot that we're at, um, we are in the Jersey City Oddities Virtual Market as well. Um, if you go to the uh, JC Oddities website, we are listed as one of the vendors uh, that has stuff for sale. And we're also in the Facebook group along with a lot of more awesome vendors as well. So definitely go check that out as well because all the vendors there are great. And now with everything going on, there's going to be more, sh- there's more shutdowns happening in Pennsylvania this weekend. Um, and for the next three weeks, um, restaurants do not have indoor dining. Um, all you, all the, a lot of local businesses have to close down. So just make sure you're supporting your restaurants, order out if you can. Um, and just make sure you're supporting everyone during these holidays. Cause especially your small businesses and your vendors, cause times are tough right now and we just need to get out there and support each other. Thank you so much for listening to my spiel as always. And when yep. you leave the um, house, wear your mask and cover your nose. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Cover your goddamn nose. Do not let your dick hang out. Just wear your mask and just shut the fuck up. Yeah. We'll be done with this as sooner than you know. If you just wear the mask and just shut the fuck up. And there's our explicit warning. No, it's fine. Nah. <laughs> um, remember to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. And join our Facebook group where we talk about our favorite shows and just get nostalgic about these things that we watched as kids. Um, so, again, Sherry, thanks for having me. Thank you, out. Sherry. Always a pleasure. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.